Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, everyone. Uh, we're going to have a fantastic show for you today. We're already hearing from a lot of you that there feels like a uh, to be another year where there's going to be a shortage of inventory in a lot of your markets. That's absolutely true. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be focusing today, tomorrow, next day, probably at least part of Wednesday, on what you can be doing to create your own inventory. So here's what I want you guys to start with, a mindset shift, and then Julia's got Probably one of my favorite reader emails ever that she's going to read to you in a second. But here's the mindset shift. And this is something that Julie's really famous for saying, and I love it. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. If it's meant to be, listeners, it's up to be. So what does that mean? A lot of you are conditioned just to basically, when searching for inventory, look in the MLS. What's for sale is for sale. That's what gets sent to your buyers. And that's it. Nothing beyond that. You don't really do much work beyond that. You don't really think beyond that. If it's not right there in front of you being spoon-fed to you, you don't know what to do. So what we're going to do is we're going to show you guys how you can find inventory everywhere. Now, maybe some of you or more advanced coaching clients might be thinking, well, I don't care. I don't work with buyers. Not really. I focus all my energies on listings, and I appreciate that. But how many of your would-be sellers are on the fence because they can't find a place to move to? So this show is, is relevant for everyone. Drill down, stay focused. Now, I get it. In some markets, there is tons of inventory. No problem whatsoever. Um, yeah, I get it. But guess what? Even in markets like that, there's super hot areas, slices, if you will, where there is a lack of inventory. Remember, guys, Julie and I sold real estate for nearly 10 years in Columbus, Ohio, selling between 100 and 200 homes per year. And <laughs> you, those of you who have never sold in a normal market before, where things take sometimes months to sell, where you have to get multiple price changes, where you know there's a lot for folks to choose from. Now, right now, Columbus is, interestingly enough, having its own little hot seller's market. But for the most part, it's always been a normal, crazy, boring market where you had to have skills to get prices down, where you had to know how to help sellers in all different situations. That's where our experience now, Julie and I are in our late 40s. Oh, dare I say? Oh, no, hold on. I'll, I'll reframe that. No, we're in our no, mid 40s. No. We're in mid. our mid 40s. Thank you very much. Mid. Okay, we're in our mid 40s. You can be in your late 40s if you want, but I'm going to hang out okay. here for a little bit longer. Right. We're, we're in our mid 40s, and we've sold, and we're, you know, we've been in the real estate business since we were in our early 20s, right out of college. So we have a, and we've coached since, those of you who don't know, we've had this coaching business now since like 1998 in one form or another. And yeah, we've had agents coaching clients in all different markets at all different price ranges. And so I understand that when you listen to what we're saying, a lot of you are going to just try to determine quickly whether the information is relevant to you or not. I can tell by your emails. You need to be thinking, okay, even if your market or the market within your market that you focus on is a hot seller's market right now, or rather, I'm sorry, let me reverse that, where there's just a ton of uh, homes for sale, you might get a reload buyer who wants to buy in another area of town that you don't really know much about, and you just look in the MLS and you see there's quote-unquote nothing for sale, well, this information is going to be incredibly powerful for you to have. So, guys, drill down, stay focused, and take great notes. And those of you who are using our uh, radio show every day, 
as office training. I know a lot of brokers, office managers and whatnot send this to their uh, agents. I would suggest you guys take the topic, this topic, and expand upon it and maybe have a, you know, have fun little quiz or contest about it. What was Tim and Julie's point number three? That kind of thing. A lot of you guys are starting to do that because um, we make your lives easier because we're training your agents for you. So, Julie, you have probably what is one of my favorite emails of the year that you'd like to read. So go right ahead, my, ple- uh, my dear, I please. I think you are referring to our military friend, perhaps? Yeah. Or Yeah, and I know he's okay. listening, which makes it extra All fun. Right. All right, so what I have is only from uh, chat, so you can fill in the rest of the story. Yeah. But over the weekend – No, 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 no. you from, got an email from him. Yeah. Julie, you got an email from him, didn't you? You did. No, you're the only one with the email. I've got a little snippet from chat. Okay, I'll find the email. You go ahead and just tell the I've story. I've got a different shout-out while you do that, just a quick okay, one while no you problem. find that. It's from uh, Michael Perry is his name. Okay, so while Tim's looking for that one, I have a great shout-out, and this was also posted on our private Facebook page, so if you're not yet a member of that, that is private for our members only. But this is from a fantastic agent and her team in Long Beach, California, Beatrix Whipple, and she writes, Our office had our annual award party last night. I'm new to KW as of 2015, and for the first time in 15 years as a realtor, won not only one, but three awards. This one I'm so proud of. I listen to the show almost every morning, and the honesty, ass-kicking, and unfiltered truth about working hard and doing what you don't want to do is what I attribute these awards to. I get so much from Tim and Julie's podcast than any other coaching I have ever done. Thank you. And then she posted a picture of uh, the award number one, Keller Williams, Long Beach, top closed units, the Whipple team. So kudos to you. Congratulations, Beatrix, and your team. Keep up the good work. Back to you, Tim. Chat, Julie. Chat. Okay, so, Go ahead. Yes. You. so Go ahead. from, uh, let's see, Major, this is a different uh, person we're talking about now, Major Michael Perry. He has just joined our premier coaching. And get this, guys, this is so awesome. I love this story. He is currently deployed on the Iraq Kuwait border. He works normally out of Fort Hood, which is in Texas. He has been an avid listener to the radio for five months. Okay, he is, get this, I'm going to use that word, hold on to your desk. He is prospecting in his downtime, you heard it, from the Iraq-Kuwait border, okay, and is a big fan of the podcast. He called in at 6 a.m., which was uh, our time, 5 p.m. his time. So. Major Michael Perry, first yeah. of all, yes, on Saturday, thank you for your service. And, of course, we're going to take extra great care of you. And Tim and I had kind of a, an interesting conversation this morning about, you know, uh, sometimes we get excuses from people saying, oh, I can't find a phone number or it's not in my schedule. Well, guess what? Think of Major Michael Perry over there on the border of Iraq who has found it in his both his time and his skill set to not just listen to the radio show, but do something about the coaching from it, and is actually prospecting from there, and yes, he is setting appointments. So back to you, Tim. Well, that's the thing that's so incredible about the position that all of you find yourselves in. You know, no matter what's going on in your market, no matter what interest rates do, no matter who the president is, you guys really can create your own financial destinies. Oh, Tim, now you sound like one of these motivational guru flakes. Just hear me out. Here's the bottom line. If you guys will open your minds to the fact that you are literally surrounded by business 24-7, you know, our Friday's radio show was with Frederick Eklund. You guys know him from uh, Selling New York. You know, you can listen to that. And um, 
I love what he says. It's so true. It's so basic, right? He sees business everywhere. <laughs> um, at the end of that last week, he said he sees everyone's basically a walking paycheck. Now, maybe that's a little harsh, but that is the truth. Financially speaking, since we're business owners here, what he's actually, what he's saying is every single person that you ever run across uh, ever, no matter whether they're, you know, forward deployed with you on the uh, Iraq border or whether you're, you know, sitting at home in Columbus, Ohio, every single person around you has to live in something. You, they don't have to, I suppose. They can be homeless, but still homeless, you know. I mean, that that sucks, right? So that's not an option. So you're either renting or you're, you know, thinking about buying, you're thinking about selling, you're thinking about buying a rental. You're Everybody, no matter where they are, at any spectrum of income, it does not matter. Housing is totally and completely non-denominational, not dependent on income, really, not dependent. Get it? So you're selling a product that everybody needs, and they don't have a question as to whether or not they need it. Have you guys ever thought about that? It, you know, I, I, as I'm talking, I, you know, I'm looking at the things around me, and I'm thinking how many of these things around me. I, you know, you might not need this chair in my office, right? Maybe you a different. So, you know, not everything is needed by everybody. Housing, food, water, oxygen. There's some core issue things, and whether you guys did it by plan or by accident, you are actually in the best, in my opinion, business to be selling anything because everybody needs your product and there's so many different sources of a business that you need to go after. The challenge, the problem, and I'll call it the lie in the industry is that you have to buy your business. That, that lie is perpetuated, unfortunately, by sometimes big brands. They're, it's perpetuated by uh, other you know, real estate speakers, coaches, gurus. And you've got to really be smart here, guys. If there is a pond that is full of fish that are ready to be you know, hooked and plucked out of that water, and then there's this other pond where basically you have to pay to get a fish, and, and they're not telling you about this other, this other pond, you know, they're not even letting you know about it, you've got to really question their motivation. And just to be perfectly blunt, when you guys go to a real estate event or you get an email and you scroll to the bottom of the email and so-and-so is coming to town, you can see they're sponsored by you know, these different companies. Do you really think you're going to get a, any kind of information that's going to be designed for, the, for what's best for you? Of course not. They're placating. They're sponsors. So you guys really have to open your minds and see things for what they are. This, so many people out there are just trying to sell you guys stuff, whether or not it works or not, doesn't matter to them. They're just trying to sell you stuff. We're not like that. that you know we're not like that. Listen to our past radio shows. When we see something that's going to work, we're going to tell you about it. But when we see something that we think is an absolute flaky piece of crap, we're going to tell you about that too. And what I'm here to tell you is you do not have to buy your own leads, ever. It does not matter what happens with technology or it doesn't happen with millennials or IA bots or virtual reality or the Martians landing again. You never have to buy your own leads. You need to break your mind free of that. And when those yahoos call you telling you they've got some super special zip code and offer for you to sell you leads, you don't just say no. You say, hell no. You need to get to that level of confidence. That way you won't be dependent on these people that are just trying to sell you fish because you know how to get your own. Julie, do I, is that pretty clear? I think it's pretty crystal clear. I hope that they're not just digesting it, but really living that lifestyle. And that kind of is a good segue, I think, to, you know, why do they do these things, right? Because the perception is they don't have enough leads. And yet, as coaches, 
what happens? We get into their existing inventory. You and I talked about that over the weekend, too. You had a call with someone that, you know, you were going through their listings and you found out, you know, they thought it was priced right. But, in fact, when you dug deeper, everything pretty much needed a price reduction. So there's that. But then what about these buyers, right? How many times do we hear, well, there's just no inventory. There's no inventory. There's multiple bidding. They get outbid by all cash, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to address that over the next it's probably going to be three podcasts here. And if you're cool with just jumping into the three top buyer mistakes, I'd like to kind of bang those out, and then we'll get to yep. what to do about it. All right, perfect. So we're going to go to so, – well, just, yeah. just, just so you guys are clear, here's the order in which we're going to present this information to you. It's going to be designed initially around, okay, your buyer – you can't find inventory for your buyers, but remember what we said. The buyers are, you know, depending on your market, 50% of the time they also have houses to sell. And if they were to find something, they'd become buyers. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be giving you information how to, you know, quote, unquote, create your own inventory. But at the same time, I want you to expand your thinking. Realize that it's not just, we're not just telling you to do this one specific thing. Think of all the other ways you can make money from that one specific thing. Again, I'm going to really drill down on this, guys. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. You have to be realizing that you're going to have to take some effort and really and completely and totally have your mind awash with the idea that doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is the key, always will be the key, always has been the key to long-term ever-increasing levels of success. And if you're not willing to do it, if you just want to be lazy and you just want to complain and you just want to basically always look for the easy button, then honestly you don't deserve to succeed at that same level that somebody else is willing to do the work. That is the truth. Live with it. If you don't like it, then become one of us. Become somebody who is actually willing to do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. So, Julie, point number one. Yes. Okay. So in our coaching practice, we always get these questions about inventory, but in order for you guys to digest this, I want you to do a quick self-check to ensure that you're not making any of these common mistakes. Number one, it is not the buyer's job to find a property to buy. It is your job. Don't wait for the buyer to email you what they want to see. You know how that goes. By the time they do that, if they do it at all, it's already in contract. So take the initiative to look daily for the homes that meet the buyer's needs and remember to communicate with the buyer that you're actively looking. Tell them that you are actively looking on their behalf. And I talked to these, you know, our older-ish, and I say that with love, right? We're all aging here. Our, our grizzled veteran types, they totally get this. And I, I don't see them making the same mistakes as our younger listeners do, Tim, because we didn't all always have Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com and buyers emailing us. It used to be that we had all the control and buyers had to come to us. But now the perception is the buyer can just bring you, I want to go see this today. You've got to come to terms with the fact that it is not their job. The reason you get paid on the buyer side is because not just finding it, but the rest of the picture, but you do have to find it in the first place to get there. So point number two, mistake. Stay ahead of the competition and you be the first one to see the new inventory. Don't wait. Monitor your hot sheet and be ready to pounce. Make sure you're networking with the listing agents who are controlling the inventory Maybe that's you. Maybe it depends on what neighborhood we're talking about, but stay ahead of your comp competition. And number three, recognize that not all homes that sell are sold through the MLS. Many homes are being sold intra-office, inter-office, and in other ways. In this market, the listing agent has the power. And I can't, it's probably been a couple of months ago, but NAR was reporting that up to 30% of closings right now we're never in the MLS, pocket listings, whatever you want to call them, okay? So you've got to understand that when buyers are motivated and qualified, they're out there hunting. Don't let them look harder than you are 
don't just look in the MLS. It's kind of getting a little outdated to use that as your only tool. And I always ask agents, Tim, if your buyers, especially the ones that are either pre-approved or all cash, totally motivated with a real deadline, if they knew that you were only using one tool in the toolkit to find them the right property, why wouldn't they fire you? I mean, honestly. So, Julie, I would, let's, would you? let's drill down. Let, let's talk about inventory generation strategies. And none of the ideas below cost a dime, so we recommend picking at least three of these ideas and implementing them now. Now, the first idea that Julie wrote down, th this one is really important because there are so many different ways you can make money just from this one idea. So Julie's going to read you the point, and then we're going to bat it around a little bit, and you guys can kind of expand upon it in your own minds as well. So Julie, go ahead. All right, so point number one, strategy number one, new construction. It's almost never listed in the MLS, although some of you are starting to pick that up uh, in your different areas, depends. But find what's being built by looking at your local weekend newspaper, actually visit all of the models, start a file called new construction, and know the inventory. Even those of you who are in older areas believing that you have, quote, no new construction, there's still infill, there's still cul-de-sacs with three or four homes being done by one builder. Know the price range, the area, the spec homes, the builder perks, special financing. What is the skinny on new construction in your area? Become friends with the new build reps because they can be a great source of, guess what, resale referrals. So I'm going to give you guys a secret with all of these strategies we're giving you. Yes, our our you know, kind of our entry into that point in your brain is to get your buyers into something. But every single one of these strategies is also a listing prospecting tool secretly, right? So we start out by saying new construction, know it, find it, sell it to your buyers, but become friends with the new build reps and get their resale referrals. Does that make sense, Tim? It's well, kind we of have, a double point. We have coaching clients who are in areas where they're hotbeds for new construction. And in those particular areas, they, we, I'm telling you, some of them make an absolute fortune just because they've worked their way into certain new build reps. And I'm going to give you guys some backstory on this, and some of you are going to doubt this, so you're going to have to go out and do your own homework. The new build reps themselves are oftentimes, the, literally, you know, they're the ones that are deciding um, who's the who. The, they're, they're giving out the cards. They're saying, hey, Mr. Potential New Build customer, here's the agent I would suggest. It's not coming from their boss. It's coming directly from them. So the New Build reps are the ones that are actually the direct source of referrals. So if you see even a small new community that's opening up, you need to go in there and kiss that New Build rep's butt. <laughs> help them in any way you can. And obviously the best way you can help them is bringing them buyers. So make a habit that when you get a buyer, you need to know the new construction availability, and you need to take them out there. You need to register them, which leads me to another little sub-point to this point. Absolutely, positively, if, again, if you're awash with new construction in your area, you need to go out there and get to know the new build reps. You need to understand how their buyer registration system works. Uh, um, it, it, this is so incredibly powerful, and if you just do this one thing right, this radio show will probably be one of the most profitable radio shows you'll ever listen to. Um, we had, when Julie and I sold real estate, we had a real estate team, and we had buyer's agents. And we, this is exactly what they do. A new buyer came in, and generally speaking in Columbus, there was new construction in virtually every price range. And what the buyer's agent would do on the first trip it was they would take them out to meet with the new construction reps, and they would get them registered. And they would make sure the registration form had uh, their name on it so that if that buyer came back at a later time to do a new construction deal, that realtor would be paid the commission. Our buyer's agent would be paid the commission from that sale. You do not have to have – you have to – 
in order for you to get a commission on a new construction house for virtually all the big builders, all you have to do is show up and get them registered. Matter of fact, sometimes you don't even need to show up. If you've got a relationship with that new build rep, listen to what I'm telling you, if you have a relationship with that new build rep, you just send your buyers by, and your buyers will get you registered in the new build. And you can call later to that new build rep and say, "Hey, I sent by, you know, John and Betty Smith. They're with me, and they'll they'll put your name on the ta- on the registration card. And if John and Betty decide to buy, you get paid a commission on that." Working with new construction, if you have the availability in your marketplace, is incredibly powerful. Definitely want to look into it. You're going to need to know your inventory. And Julie's point is, in most markets, the new builds never make it into the MLS. It's not that builders don't necessarily want to work with you guys, though that is sometimes the truth. They just don't need to put it in the MLS because they have so many buyers. You guys get just from this first point all the different ways you can make money. New build reps giving you referrals for uh, the resale listings. Then obviously you have new build reps that will help you basically get more buyers in contract. A new build rep might even, oddly enough, flip you a buyer because maybe they have a buyer that's indecisive and they're not able to close them. And maybe they flip that buyer to you because they know you might be able to bond over something and then help them sell that house to that buyer. You guys get the whole you see the waterfall of opportunity just from this one point? And listen, Crazy. something I need to remind you all of before Julie goes to her next point. If you have not yet had your free business consultation with one of our uh, new member coaches, and if you've not yet grabbed your real estate treasure map, if you have not at least considered becoming one of our premier coaching clients, and look, guys, there are like 160-some thousand of you that listen to us every day, and we don't have 160-some thousand people (laughs) in that program. So I can pretty much surmise there's a lot of you guys that are just learning, and I know we provide a lot of great content on this radio show. If you think this radio show is good, you can just imagine how good the actual coaching program is. And this is a real coaching program. You get two semi-private coaching calls per week. So that's a total of eight semi-private coaching calls in most months, depending on how many you know weeks there are. You get, obviously, uh, one private coaching call per month. So you literally are getting all those coaching calls in the entire coaching program, the premier coaching program, listening presentations, buyer presentations, every single thing that we ever refer to on this radio show. And if you use the student approval program, you don't even have to have good credit. You can be brand new coming from doing nothing, and we'll still get you in this program because we're working with a really great lender that's pre-approved every single one of you. And look, guys, the payment to be in this coaching program is less than $100 per month. Wake up and realize that if you're really even marginally serious about your success, there is absolutely, positively no reason why you shouldn't be in this coaching program. There isn't. There, we have eliminated and removed all objections. You know, you don't need to have money. We, you know, there's no payment for the first 30 days. There's no down payment. If you have challenging credit, no problem. We've got you squared away. Every single person is approved to be in this coaching program. It's for real. This is what you've been looking for. We're not going to leave this coaching program open for long because of the fact that obviously we do have a lot of people that enroll. And because this is a coaching program, we can only handle so many clients, so many members. And at that point, we shut the program off. But right now, which is now is the perfect time being that it's January, the start of the year, take action on this. And just by requesting a consultation with one of our new member coaches, we're going to give you those six free books. Real Estate Treasure Map, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, your 12-monthly generation plan, all those books that appear now. So how do you get signed up for this? Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, or go to our main website. A lot of you guys are on there right now, and there's that form that's right below this, you know, the show you're listening to. Just fill out that form, 
and then schedule and, you know, jump on board and get a coaching call. Come on, guys. What are you waiting for? Julie, next point. Okay, perfect. Next strategy, number two, your own centers of influence and past clients. Guess what? Most of them have houses. That's your shadow inventory. Communicate regularly with your own past clients and your center of influence contacts so you've got your own pocket listings. Those are your personal shadow inventory. You can offer free CMAs for purposes of property tax assessment. You know, know what the prices are, know what their situation is, what are they loving, what are they hating, when are they planning on moving, getting relocated, etc. We used to have past clients all the time that would say, you know what, I would love to be in that neighborhood. I'm not quite ready to move up yet, but as soon as you have something new, let me know. We might be interested in moving. So that's your own shadow inventory. You should be looking at your past client center of influence list, not just as, oh my gosh, I've got to do emailing and calling and mailing them. Maybe I'll get to it someday. Maybe you should look at it as your own private MLS instead, and that could motivate you to communicate at a higher level. Does that make sense, Tim? It does. It's pretty straightforward. The free CMA offer, guys, that will probably forever be one of the easiest ways to break the ice than a potential seller. One of the things that Julie and I did as we lived in this area called, in Ohio, we lived in this area and sold real estate in this area called New Albany uh, Country Club or New Albany, Ohio. In New Albany, Ohio, and the property taxes were just, you know, crazy stupid. And uh, what we would do is every year we knew that you could go and fill out a form and contest your property tax valuation. Of course, magically, property taxes would go up every year even when property values didn't. So it was a relatively straightforward process for someone to contest their property taxes and get their rate down. So what Julie and I would do is we would prospect into this community. We would offer them not just a free CMA, but also the form, which we could get downloaded from the state site, where you could essentially fill out the form, simple form, and then submit a CMA. And that was pretty much the entire process to have your property taxes contested. And in most cases, just by sending in the stuff and contesting it, they'd lower your property taxes. I can't tell you the number of people that chose to do business with us just because. Now, here's the challenge is that people wanting to lower their property taxes might be people that aren't motivated. So I'd have to pre-qualify them when I call them back and we'd find out what their, you know, what their ambitions were. Were they playing on, you know, ideally Mr. Seller, how soon do you need to be in your next house? That type of question. And they'd say, well, we don't, we're not really wanting to move. We're just wanting to get our property taxes down. Great. No problem whatsoever. I'll go ahead and get this information to you. You know, check your email. We'll have it there in the next probably hour or so. By the way, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping? That's what we did, and it really works. And who's not going to welcome that call because you're offering to save them money and it doesn't cost them anything? Get it? So, guys, expand your thinking on some of these points. Some of you, I know for a fact right now, are going, hot damn, that's an easy idea. I can do that, and I don't have to spend a nickel. I don't have to buy leads. I don't have to do any of that crap that everyone else is doing. You're right. Go do it. This stuff works. Next point, Julie. That's right. Next point, next strategy, wanted ads. Now, you can do this with postcards, door hangers, newspaper ads, lots of different applications, even a bomb bomb video. Wanted. Picture the Old West sign, wanted, dead or alive. Well, we don't want them dead. We just want their house, right? So wanted ads for your well-qualified, highly motivated buyers. Run specific ads or letters or postcards which should describe their needs and target the exact neighborhoods they're looking for. So we've seen lots of iterations of this. Uh, The most simple one is to create an email that goes to your past client center of influence list that describes, you don't just want to say, hey, I'm looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,500 square feet in ABC school district. That sounds kind of generic and not really for real. You want to humanize and really describe Bob and Susie Smith, first-time buyers, dying to have a three-bedroom, getting out of their apartment, really would love a great backyard, has to be in XYZ schools, ready to move next month. 
You know, make it real and believable. One of our uh, coaching clients in the Northeast does a letter like this. It's a really great response, so much so that, you know, yeah, he gets the question, is that for real? But at least he's getting the call, and then he uses a great script, turns him around, and turns him into listing appointments. So wanted ads, whatever iteration you'd like to do. Again, you can use a bomb bomb video, those of you who have embraced that. You can post it on your well, Facebook Julie, page. You can do a million things with this. Go ahead. The, you, this, let's just drill down slightly more on the concept because you kind of went over it. It's like your, people yep. may, may not even have a clue. Uh, Premier Coaching Clients, there's lots of examples of this on the website. So make sure you just go and copy what someone else has already done and it's been successful trying to figure it out yourself. But the concept is, and this is a, more specifics on how to implement this. This is something else we did when we sold real estate. Every spring, late winter, is we would put a flyer into the local paper, and then obviously we'd follow up with phone calls. The flyer would usually be a bright color so they couldn't miss it. And just as Julie said, we'd use some format that looked like an old-fashioned out-western wanted ad, dead or alive kind of thing, because it made people laugh, that's why. And then we would usually have five to seven different sets of buyers. We always had buyers that were looking for stuff. New Albany at the time, not necessarily now, was a big relo area. And so we'd have like buyer number one, family relocating from Atlanta, Georgia, up to you know eight hundred and fifty thousand, four bedroom, two and a half bath, in these three subdivisions or these three uh, you know neighborhoods, Brandon, Upper Brandon, or whatever. And that's what we would do. Um, and uh, you know that's buyer number one. Then buyer number two, same similar description, family of you know downsizing couple looking for a house and you know and then whatever our buyers were that we had that were looking for stuff a lot of them had houses to sell so you know their listing was dependent on them buying some place to buy we put that flyer out and what we would every single time we did that we would get calls a lot of times we get calls from folks that were going to put their houses for sale in like six months or three months and they realized that it was a, a, you know, this is an opportunity for them to, you know, essentially not have to hassle with all the real showing activity. And they would call us. And in some cases, they'd be like, you know, I was going to list with whoever, whoever from whatever company, but you guys sent this flyer out, and I really love how proactive you are. Uh, that's not like the realtors I've used in the past, and they'd list their house with us. So these are just proactive things. I need you guys to wrap your minds around the fact that every single thing we're going to ask you to do is going to involve you taking action. If you're not willing to take action, if you think you can get into the end zone financially, accomplish your goals by being passive, I'm sorry if no one has told you this before, but you're wrong. Being passive is anything that's going to stand between you talking to, as in talking to, in our case, our focus, our primary focus is a potential seller or buyer. That's true as well. Anything that buffers that conversation means it's going to be less effective. And if you have built – if your mindset is focused around, uh, well, I need to do passive things to create business, not realizing what you were doing was passive. You know what, Julie, we should do a lot – we have done this before, but we should do a radio show on what the difference between passive versus active is, right, proactive versus being passive with regards to yeah, lead generation. Okay. I think yeah, you guys okay. will quickly realize how much stuff you've believed. Like you guys are doing all this passive stuff and you're frustrated by it because it sucks, it doesn't work, and you think something's wrong with you. Well, the fact is there's nothing wrong with you. It's what you're doing. You're doing the wrong stuff because you've been told that the passive stuff is you know, basically the only stuff you can do. Why? Because it's easier. Because there's no resistance to it because you don't have to have any skills to do it. Um, and oftentimes, unfortunately, that's what you guys want to hear. So when some carpet salesman type guy comes to your town you know, next month 
to sell you his bag of wares about his get-rich uh, schemes for real estate agents. You watch. Every single one of these guys or gals are going to come to town telling you you can do all this passive crap. Why? Because it's an easy sale, but it's also not the truth. The passive stuff works, but you cannot make it your primary thing because it's so much less effective. The in-your-face, I need to buy or sell a house, I need to have a mindset like Frederick Eklund or all of our other superstars. That's the only way to be. Remember, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. So now the question I want to leave you guys with, and Julie will pick up where we left off uh, today, tomorrow. The question I have for you guys is, is it meant to be, or are you just going to sort of you know, sit around and pray and hope and you know, all that? Or are you actually going to take action and make things happen? Which is it going to be? What, I mean, are you guys going to wait around before you request a coaching call? Are you going to wait around for somebody to send you a lead? Oh, my God, aren't you sick of waiting for an email to come in for a new lead or a voicemail or, you know, some CMA request for some website that basically has no clue even about real estate. They just know how to generate leads online. Are you just going to continue to wait around? Aren't you sick of that, honestly? Aren't you? Isn't that driving you nuts every single day, feeling like you're gambling, not knowing that you can actually proactively have a, you know, control of your life and your business? How much better would you feel if every single day when you woke up, you knew there were specific activities that you could do, that you will do, that's going to generate a very defined, expected, and predictable result? How much better would you feel if when you woke up, again, you had your morning scheduled, you knew what you were going to do that particular day, without a shadow of a doubt was going to result in a paycheck, versus what you're doing now, how much better would you feel? The insanity of real estate, what burns all of us out, isn't the actual job. This is the easiest damn thing you're ever going to find to do. Are you kidding me? It's all the misinformation and the missteps, and frankly, the myths and the, the straight-out lies that are out there that you guys succumb to. If you just follow a specific proven plan that's going to get you predictable results, think about this. Every single day when you wake up, you know that you're not going to waste your time. You're not gambling. You know you're going to, get some, you're going to do specific things that's going to lead to a specific amount of money. How much better do you feel? I, seriously, there's no comparison, is there? So listen, guys, we're going we're gonna to trail off for today. If you need us for anything, email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Anytime, for any reason, let us know how we can help you. Stop procrastinating. Stop waiting. Become a premier coaching client. It's less than $100 a month. Come on, people. <laughs> so, again, if you need us for anything, just send us an email. In the meantime, have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.